and done great things. You can see their humanity, but you can see a divinity at work in them. It's called a grace. One day, a virgin woman was just walking, going to fetch water. And an angel came. Hey, Mary, thou art less than highly favored. And after that encounter, a grace came upon her. And she bore a Messiah, a woman that has never known a man. What a child that comes with too much apology. You have to explain yourself over something you don't know. The, the more you talk, the more they misunderstand you. Right, right, right. you know, imagine Mary talking to her parents that uh, the Holy Spirit <laughs> gave me a child. What nonsense is that? Come on, sit down here. Amen. Do you think I'm a fool? Imagine her sitting before the Pharisees. And said, Look, listen, I was going to fetch water, and, 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 and an angel came and he said, I'll be a child. And, and I have the child in my way. Come on, sit down here. Are you stupid? Are you trying to insult our intelligence? That's the kind of miracle that Mary encountered with a grace. No explanation. But every time God gives you a grace, He must send people that will understand that grace that is at work. When she met, the mother of John the Baptist, she recognized what was in her. And she said, no, you don't have that alone. I carry the same thing. So we, we understand what is going on here. Amen? But if everything big is ever going to happen to you, there must be a grace that you identify in your life that is visible and very much at work. And we're going to pray tonight. Some of you will be activated. Amen. Some of you, beginning from tomorrow, you will see yourself at the cutting edge of the anointing that is at work. You need to come to realize it. You need to know it. You need to know what God has put in you that can grow and increase and multiply and bring a harvest. Now, I always tell people that you don't need to be too much. Listen. God just needs to lose the little he has put in you. And the impact that that will bring, you yourself, it will blow your mind. Think about this. Think about little Mary, what she became. Amen? Amen. But that happened with the grace. It happened with the grace. So grace is every good and perfect gift that comes from above. And tonight, I'm going to talk about three ways that we come in contact with grace. Three ways that we come in contact with grace. Grace is a superior currency. I hope you all know that. And, and I know money is good, but money is not enough. On this cosmos, there are seven different currencies that people operate under. And, and money is just one of them. And it's the least of them, actually. Amen? Favor is a currency. It may not be physical. But it's a currency. Relationship is a currency. Relationship is a currency. Integrity is a currency. To a man that has no money, his integrity becomes collateral. So you've got to understand that God has given you too much provision. So don't allow the enemy to rob you to a point where money is the only riches you have. It's too small. Amen? Amen. It's too small. The richest pastor in the world was interviewed one day and he sat before the interview and they asked him, they said, we, we, 
uh, I don't want to tell, talk about the amount because I believe it's too small also. They say, we, we, we hear that you are worth this and this amount. Uh, he, he said, what? what? He said, nonsense. He said, they say, oh, you have more than that. He said, no, my, my, my worth is not in, is not in dollars. He said, I am rich in grace. Don't you understand? <laughs> and, and that word hit me so hard. I began to understand that even what some of we seen as too much money, he refused to accept that as his net worth. He said, my net worth is in grace, not in dollars. So we've got to understand that there are many currencies available at work in our lives. Amen? Amen. And grace is the, the mother that purchases into all possibilities in this world. Grace. Paul speaking. I am what I am by the grace of God. And you know who Paul is. He's a man that had physical intelligence. Enough to be called a genius. I mean, genius, they, 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 they said Paul was a genius. It means if Paul was not a reputed apostle, he could be a genius. Because the teacher that taught him by the name of Gamaliel attests that Paul was ten times higher in IQ than himself. And we know Gamaliel is in scripture. So Paul had physical ability that he could boast about. But he said, I am what I am by the grace of God. It means he understands that grace is the sponsor of the possibilities that we have work in his life. Am I communicating? My prayer is that after tonight, may there be a grace at work in you. Amen. That we separate you in life. Amen. That will make you move in a cloud that no one has ever seen before. Amen. Am I communicating? Grace is a courage. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have us read um one scripture in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2. The Bible says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. Grace and peace be multiplied. He didn't say increase. He said multiply. It means you can tap into many graces. You can be an individual that has many graces at work in you. That's why you could see the life of Paul. That's why you could see the life of Jesus. So he said, let the grace multiply. As a matter of fact, the more graceful you are, the more useful you become. The more graceful you are, the more useful you become. So there is a need to always place a demand for more. They say me. Because as grace increase, opportunities increase, the harvest increase, everything around you, exponential increase by virtue of grace. And so in this generation right now, demons, they know their master and they like him. Think about this. Anointing is given, but grace is a superior power. Because remember that the devil is anointed. The Bible calls him the anointed cherub. And so this world will be taken over by grace, not by anointing. Because you are, the, the temptation in this world, your anointing is too small for it. Amen? Amen. God's grace needs to be sponsoring your every move. For you to take over your world. 
Am I communicating tonight? Yes. And that is my prayer for you. That you be activated. Be activated. There is something in you. Listen. Disregard the people that tell you what is not consistent with scripture. There is a grace in you. Disregard people that tell you what is not consistent in scripture. As a matter of fact, if you say something to your own self that is not consistent, stop believing yourself. Because God is true. Amen? Amen. That is why sometimes we need to teach ourselves how to talk to ourselves. This is what David said. He said, my heart, praise the Lord. My heart, praise the Lord. He taught his heart that this is what you should do now. Praise the Lord. And so sometimes, with too much pressure we have out here, you must be a fine preacher to yourself. Please don't beat yourself anymore. Because the world is already beating us more than enough. I have my mirror option that have not left me for a long time now. My wife knows that. Yeah, when I stand before the mirror, it's not to make up anything, it's to preach to myself. I do that every single We have a big mirror in our house. That's my audience. I stand before you, very charismatic. Thou art a mighty man of valor. The Lord is with thee. You will walk shoulder high. God's power will move in your life. Nothing can stop you. A thousand shall fall on your left. And ten thousand shall fall on your right. And they shall not come near you. With your eyes you will see the reward of the I preach to myself every day. That's what I do. Because when you go out there to even help people, you know what we get. Yes. Yes. Amen? I mean, just recently, while I was going to share the, the flyer stuff, and I met a, whole, a, a, a guy, and the Holy Spirit led me to him, and I went and I spoke to him. And I said, I have some money to give you. And I, I took the money from my, because from my, I didn't have anything. So I took the money, and I wanted to give him, but I wanted to pray with him. And immediately I gave him, I gave him the money, the demon in him went violent. He just took the money, and I began to run. He said, I know what you want to do. I know what you and I began to laugh. I said, Get thee behind me, you foul spirit. Lose him in Jesus' name. And he began to run. We know what we see out here. This demon, they don't like to see us. And so when, when they talk like that, according to, I, I mean, every average man will be embarrassed. Amen? Amen. Me, embarrassed. Ah. <laughs> me, embarrassed. No. So, at the end of the day, he created a scene and everything, and a few people were coming to tell me, no, please don't worry, the guy, no, okay. I said, no, I have a conference coming up, and this and that, I'm a preacher, and that, so I'm, not, I'm not worried about that, you know. But I knew there was a violent spirit in him that was contending to light. I already knew that. But there are no explanation to such things sometimes in certain appropriate places, right? Yes, but all I'm saying is, in this world now, there has to be a level of grace that is at work. And so sometimes if yourself does not know how to talk to yourself, teach your own self how to talk to yourself. Please don't put yourself in a corner and entertaining, listen, this mind is an ocean. Entertaining your mind to be dragged in all angles. Talking to sense. Talking to position. You are a child of God. You are not, listen. Oh, Balata Shata. 
That is the only